The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contest, including our NFL Win Titles Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. And finally, we're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. That's only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. Let me see you, maybe first live show in London. Yeah, all the British people, yellow stained, crooked teeth, disgusting animals. Yeah, we're going there. What's going on? What do you Why what do you want to know? Doesn't get me excited. I'm glad everybody else is. I'd rather die than have to go over there. So but I'm sure Tony's gonna make me because he sucks. I am the chosen one! Every single show we put on is the best because we have the best talent pool, we have the highest energy crowds, and we have the biggest star of them all, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. It's the one show you need to go to because what we're doing is we're making history. It's going to be the biggest crowd in the history of this promotion we've ever been in front of. It's going to be the loudest, most obnoxious, most drunk, most European fans we've been in front of. So yeah, if you're into that... What am I saying? No, I want this to roll so people can tell that I'm not being genuine. What am I saying? AEW is coming to London. We're all in. August 27th. Get your tickets. See you there. There it is. This is the will to survive. You are listening to The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter or X at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can follow me on one of my two Twitter accounts. The first one is the Soccer Gambling Podcast account. I am the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Coming off another successful weekend. The only way to make sure you never miss a pick is to subscribe to the Soccer Gambling Podcast feed. 
And also make sure you're following the Twitter account because you also missed a couple of free play winners today as well. Giving out free play winners on the Twitter or the X account. It's at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also giving out free play winners on my other Twitter account. That's at LockBettingX. That's at LockBettingX. That's where I tweet about all sports and where I also post my monthly PL. The PL for the previous month will always be the pin tweet on that account. If you miss it, no need to scroll through. Just head over to the website lockbetting.com where every PL is posted. That makes up my 122, soon to be 123 months in a row of transparent track profit. That's right, I've been undefeated every single month for over a decade. Do your due diligence and research. Actually have a good look through the spreadsheets. See how I sensibly manage a bankroll and make a profit on a monthly basis. If you want to sign up after that, or you have any questions, shoot me a DM on one of those X accounts, preferably at X. if you're wanting to speak to me about LockBetting stuff. So moving on with why we're here, we were going to just be here to preview the AEW pay-per-view this weekend as they come to Wembley for what they're advertising as an 80,000-seater sellout. Now, my sources, one of them being my dad, who has a bar in Wembley, is telling me that they're not expecting 80,000 people because otherwise there would be more security measures enforced for bars and whatnot. They'd be told to expect X number of football, have this many security guard on, have this many staff on. He's not been told that the event has yet got past 60,000, but that's sales. So we don't know how papered this event will be. I know people in the Wembley Traders Association got a lot of free tickets. I know the FA got a lot of free tickets. So maybe they will get close to that 70,000 mark. But nonetheless, lying aside, whatever they're trying to pull, which is obviously trying to beat what the WWE did in 1992 at Wembley Stadium, this is still going to be a very big show with a lot of eyes on it. And we will be covering it here. But first... I think it's only right that we talk about Bray Wyatt. Nothing to do with sports betting, but a major wrestler who's had a major influence over the last decade passed away this week at the age of 36. One of the best creative minds in the industry leaves behind children, which is always sad. And it's sad for wrestling fans as well, because he did have a very good creative mind. There's not a lot of guys who can do that. There's a lot of cookie-cutter wrestlers at the moment, and that's the problem in the business, the the talks that you always have with casual fans. And I imagine people who aren't subscribed to wrestling podcasts and are listening to a wrestling show on the Sports Gambling Podcast instead, who are just trying to win their money, are probably just casual wrestling fans who turn around and say things like, oh, I haven't watched it since John Cena left, or, oh, I liked it better when The Rock and Austin were there. Well, that's the problem of modern day wrestling. It's a lot of cookie cutter wrestlers. We don't have The Rock. We don't have Stone Cold Steve Austin. But we did have Bray Wyatt. I think the person you could most closely compare him to would be The Undertaker. But he was a different kind of cat. In a PG era, couldn't really do the things that he really wanted to do. Wanted to touch on the Illuminati stuff. Wanted to touch on Momo, who was the character who um, tried to convince children to do things to themselves a few years ago. A few years ago, hacking onto YouTube videos. So he wanted to tap into that. He he knew 
everything that was happening in the modern day. He was in touch with pop culture, which is sometimes something a lot of wrestlers are guilty of not being because they just live in that wrestling bubble. He wasn't. His mind was incredible and his characters were incredible as well, whether it be the original carnation of Bray Wyatt from The Fiend. As I said, uh, WWE did ruin some of this because they did not book it correctly. They did not go with Bray's ideas. Perhaps Bray's ideas weren't PG worthy and um, would have maybe upset some sponsors. But what he was able to achieve makes him a memorable character forever. And this was a huge loss for everybody this weekend with Bray Wyatt or this week with Bray Wyatt passing away. There was a tribute show on SmackDown. I'll give my thoughts on that on my wrestling podcast because this isn't a wrestling podcast. And if you want to hear more about my thoughts on the SmackDown show and more about Bray Wyatt specifically, head over to my wrestling podcast, which is The Dirty Sheets. And you can follow that on Twitter at Dirty Sheets X. Before we move on to AEW, let me quickly take this time out to tell you about Game Time. I've often been stressed buying tickets, especially in the US when you want to catch a game of baseball, NFL, maybe the NBA, maybe a wrestling show, and um, your tickets haven't come through. And you want to get your tickets sorted, but Will Call won't help you because they don't deal with StubHub. They deal with um, Ticketmaster only or tickets bought through the actual arena. Or maybe you're just waiting to pull the trigger. Maybe you want the best seats and you don't know if the best seats are available. Maybe you don't want to pay too much and you don't know if things are going to get cheap or you like a seat and maybe that seat's going to get cheaper or maybe it's going to get more expensive. Just general stresses around ticket buying. But I think the main one is not knowing where you stand till the last minute. It shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is fast and easy and it gives you tickets for sports, music, comedy and theatres near you. If killer deals and last minute tickets, their best price guarantee can actually stop you stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you should be having at the event. Forget planning months in advance. This is the key thing for me. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, base, uh, football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theatre and more. The game time guarantee is great as well because you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, incredibly, they'll credit you 110% of the difference. So, Snag tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let me also tell you guys quickly about Underdog Fantasy. August is almost over and you know what that means. Time is running out for you to draft your football team on, your fantasy football team on Underdog Fantasy. The time is now because the last day to draft your fantasy football team is in fact September the 7th. So visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with the promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER, G-A-M-B-L-E-R. MJF, our AEW world champion. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're obviously a very busy man. There's lots going on right now, so let's just dive into it. This Sunday, AEW All In. We are taking over Wembley Stadium in front of over 80,000 fans. Yeah. When you hear that number, over 80,000, what does that mean to you? 
means I'm going to be real chubbed up, Renee. Let's be honest. If there's one thing I know about myself, it's that I can't get enough of people chanting my name. So daddy's trunks are going to be awfully tight in London town. And let's face it, British people freaking love me, dude. I'm like the 2023 version of British Bulldog if you were Jewish and a good public speaker. And I love you crooked teeth Brits too. Can't get enough of you. So here's what I want you to do. When it's time for the main event, I want you to grab a pint, I want you to get pissed, and I want you to cheer on your favorite chav. Let's make this the loudest main event in the history of professional sports. Cheer for me like I'm the second coming of Winston Churchill, and I promise I will buy every single one of you crazy hooligan alcoholics a pint. Wait, really? No, Renee. What are you freaking nuts? I'm going to make that Mark Tony Khan pay for it. We can edit that out, right? Sure, yeah. Sick. So let's start reeling through some of the matches here on this card. Let's go from top to bottom. Let's cover the important stuff first. So we'll start with the AEW Championship match. MJF versus Adam Cole. We've had two clips of MJF in case you didn't know who he was. Got a feel for MJF. He's a guy who's a very, very good talker. And has become a very, very good wrestler. He is the champion and he is the two to five favorite to retain with Adam Cole at two to one plus 200. Now, these two guys have been teaming up in recent weeks. They did not win the AEW tag titles, but they get a Ring of Honor title shot on this same show. So they'll be wrestling in the first match on the show and in the last match on the show. So I think the first match, the tag match on the show, something will happen there that will make you very, very interested in the main event, even more interested in the main event. So I think you'll see a big angle and it's called the buy-in and I think they're going to want to do something that makes you want to buy the pay-per-view. For that match, they have their opponents Aussie Open at 10 to 11 and the team of Cole and MGF also at 10 to 11, known as Better Than You Baby. So I don't think they're going to come away with the Ring of Honor tag titles, although that would be a good way to start the show to get the crowd really, really hyped. They have told people, make sure you get in your seats by 5pm. So maybe they could, and maybe they could just vacate those titles. I don't really have a strong prediction for the tag team title match, but and not even really a strong prediction for this match, other than the fact that I think there is some value on the underdog, because... I think one of these guys is going to turn on each other. That's why I think if they win the tag titles, they will vacate them. And the one who turns will ultimately be the one who leaves with the belt. The cheater, the one who stabs the other one in the back, will be the cheater and he will be the one who prevails. Now, MJF, this is his character. It's very, very obvious if he's the one who turns. If Adam Cole does it, that's a big, big swerve. That's a big unexpected swerve that nobody really saw coming. Although, obviously, wrestling fans being wrestling fans, a lot of them are predicting that as well. So for me, this is very, very 50-50. And in a situation where you're getting two to five on someone and plus 200 on another, I would tend to lean towards the value. So not a strong pick here, but um, I would put my money on Adam Cole just simply because I think MJF, offers no value at the price of two to five. Up next, we move on to the women's championship match where Soraya will be looking to come home and leave 
as the AEW Women's World Champion. Now, Hikaru Shida, who just recently won the belt from Tony Storm, who's also in the match, is the narrow 45 favourite with Soraya at even money to win the belt. Tony Storm, the former champion, is at 5-1 to one, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, is at 6-1. to one. I think that Soraya will win the belt. Now, she isn't as good, definitely isn't as good as she used to be in the ring. She's very, very limited. She had a serious neck injury. WWE wouldn't clear her, but AEW did. Um, I don't want to say that as if it's an indictment on AEW, but there had to be a reason why WWE didn't allow her to wrestle. Obviously, the... um, the parameters at AEW aren't as high as those within the WWE. WWE obviously are a lot more careful than AEW. And I'm not saying that AEW aren't careful at all, but obviously WWE is a lot more strict. But AEW have allowed her to wrestle. We've seen her be very limited in the ring and they're probably protecting her here with a fatal four-way because they didn't want her to stink the place up, but they did want her on the card. So it does make it difficult putting the belt on her. Ultimately, I do think that they will do, though, for a short period. Um, and I do think she'll win the match. It would not surprise me to see Shida winning, but I think the two underdogs in this match are rightfully priced up as underdogs. And I do think they are the underdogs in this one. Up next, we look at the tag team title match. It's the third match between FTR and the Young Bucks. They've both won one match each, and the books cannot separate them here. It's 10 to 11 minus 110 on FTR. It's 10 to 11 minus 110 on the Young Bucks. I think we're still in the infancy period of the FTR title reign. FTR were taking a lot of losses when they were at the end of their last contract, but ultimately they decided to re-sign with AEW, not go to the WWE, and they have been rewarded with the tag belts. I think this match was just thrown on the card to give people a really, really big match because, to be honest, some of this card is very underwhelming. Nothing we've discussed so far, but when we get to the later part of it, it does seem like some guys are wasted just to get them on the card. We actually have no odds for the stadium stampede match, but some would say John Moxley's wasted. Some would say Kenny Omega's wasted. Some would say that they didn't really bring in any outside stars for this big stadium show. So there have been criticisms of the card. But um, here for this particular match, I think this is something that they did put on to appease people. These two weren't involved in any kind of storyline together anymore. But there is always a reason to do this match. The Young Bucks have always got a good enough win-loss record to justify them as contenders. But that's all I think they are here. A good team to put on a good match against FTR. But ultimately, I do think they go 2-1 down in the series. It's been said it's the rubber match. I'll be very surprised if these two teams don't face again during their AEW tenure. But I think this one goes to the Young Bucks. Before we move on, let me quickly tell you guys about DraftKings. First of all, DraftKings are heavily involved with AEW. So you can actually... Um, make AEW picks via DraftKings tomorrow. People are always asking me, where can I bet on wrestling? Where can I get involved with your plays and your predictions and opinions? Well, DraftKings are involved with AEW, so you can play AEW over at DraftKings tomorrow. But I'm here to tell you about how you've waited all year and that time has finally arrived with college football coming back. 
The traditions are back, the tailgate, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook as well. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. See, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling sources. Bonus base expires seven days after issuance. El- eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Finally, let me tell you guys about SGP Patreon. Make sure you check out our Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 first place prize. The guys actually just recorded their first Sports Gambling Podcast Stories podcast just for Patreons, chronicling the birth of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. There's even a Discord channel just for Patreons. The Sports Gambling Podcast has always and will always give out their picks for free. The Patreon, though, is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. So if you want to support the show, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Let's move on to covering the rest of the card. Let's have a look at a match here between Will Ospreay and Chris Jericho. Ospreay is the one to four favorite and Chris Jericho is the three to one underdog. I can make cases for both here, but Chris Jericho has slipped into the role of being the guy who puts the younger guys over. Now, the only case I can make for Jericho is that he's done that very often and perhaps he's going to get a big win in the stadium. I don't think he will. I don't think he'll get this win over Osprey. Osprey's here to win in front of the home crowd. These guys cut a very, very good go-home promo going into this match. Really got people interested in it. Every match here has had a short build, and I felt this this show should have had a longer build. Some of these matches should have been announced a while ago, but I am interested in this one, but it's hard to look past Osprey. Not too much value there on the price, but perhaps he can be a parlay piece if you can get parlays with your book. Up next, we look at the match between CM Punk and Samoa Joe. Where Punk is the shortest favourite on the card at one to six minus six hundred, with Samoa Joe here at three to one. Cannot make a case for Samoa Joe. CM Punk is here to win and to boost the start and to boost the star power on this show. A lot of people were relieved when CM Punk was added because AW are doing another pay per view next weekend and it's in Chicago. And there was some thoughts that they would be splitting the talent with some talent going over to just doing the Chicago show and some talent just doing the Wembley show. So people were very, very happy when Punk was added because Punk is from Chicago and he always does the Chicago show. And many many people thought that he wouldn't be on the show. And initially when the show was announced, CM Punk wasn't back in AEW. Some people were wondering if he was ever going to come back to AEW because of a controversial um, press conference and the fact that his injury... Um, took him to the end of his contract, but his contract was frozen while he was injured and all was forgiven to a certain extent for the comments he made at that press conference. So CM Punk did return, never was on the um, poster for this event, 
but he has been added to the show. People are thankful for that, and I think they'll see him winning his match tomorrow. Up next, we have the Golden Elite going up against Bullet Club Gold, and Take a Shitter is how his name is spelt, but it's Takeshita. Um, I think the Golden Elite win this here. Too much star power in this team. You could argue that some of these guys have been wasted, particularly Kenny Omega. I think a lot of people wanted to see him in a big singles match at Wembley Stadium, but he's here in this six-man. This six-man is going to be a very solid match, and I think the team with the most stars will pick up the victory here in this one. They are the very short favourites to win the match at 1-4, to four, minus 400. But I do think that is the correct price. I think they'll win. And I don't think you're going to lose any money. If you can do a parlay, taking CM Punk, Will Ospreay and the team of the Golden Elite. You can also add Sting and Darby Allen to that. They are the 1-5, to five, minus 500 favourites to win the last match we're going to talk about against the Mogul Embassy. Tony Khan, the owner of AEW, who incidentally, if you're interested, is the owner of Fulham Football Club and the Jacksonville Jaguars as well. And the wrestling community know him as, or some refer to him as Tony Cokehead, because when he speaks, it's just off the chain. No blinking, just crazy staring into the camera, repetitive promos. I don't know if he's nervous. I don't know if he takes a bag of coke before he talks, but the guy is just insane. And he seems far more interested in his wrestling promotion that genuinely loses money rather than focusing on the Jags and Fulham, who are multi-multi-million pound companies and investments rather than this shitty wrestling company that loses 20 to 30 million dollars a year but he loves wrestling he's always here and um he's always on tv talking some nonsense so he's um he's a guy who recently said that sting Sting has had a very successful return to AEW and spoke about the fact that he's been undefeated I knew he had. I don't know if a lot of wrestling fans noticed that, but you don't mention that for no reason. That's obviously something that they're building towards and they're going to capitalise on later on down the line with with a storyline. So I think Sting remains undefeated. Not really a big call, given that he is the in a team that's a minus 500 favourite here. But I do think they pick up the win here in this one. So... They are all the matches I have listed for AEW All-In tomorrow. I will be attending the show. If you are as well, I hope to see you there. Give me a shout out if you do see me. I am very friendly and personable in person, contrary to what you may believe from Twitter or, or whatnot. So yeah, if you are there, if you are English, or even if you're traveling from the US and you're at the show Make sure you say hello if you do see me among these so-called 80,000 people that are supposed to be there tomorrow. But if you're just watching it on television, enjoy the show. I think it's absolutely crazy that they're not doing some sort of double deal for the two pay-per-views that they're going to have on back-to-back weekends. Next weekend, they run a pay-per-view head-to-head with the WWE. And we'll be talking about both of those pay-per-views on next week's edition of The Fight Show. And we'll have a separate edition for the fight between Eubank Jr. and Liam Smith. So two editions of The Fight Show to look forward to next weekend on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Until then... Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys, and thanks for listening.